All discussion during the Invest Wisely program is intended for informational and educational purposes. It is not an offer to buy or sell or solicitation of an offer to buy or sell any security or instrument or to participate in any particular trading strategy. We do not offer tax, accounting, or legal advice. Consult your tax or legal advisor before making any decision that could affect your tax or legal situation. All investing involves risk, including the possible loss of principal. You should carefully consider investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of any investment before investing. Diversification and asset allocation do not guarantee a profit or guarantee against loss. Securities and investment advisory services are offered by Robert W. Baird & Company, Incorporated, a registered broker, dealer, and investment advisor, member NYSE, FINRA, and SIPC. Welcome once again to Invest Wisely with Walt Secura of the AKW Group here in Akron, also with a branch in Washington, Pennsylvania. He's the managing partner there. The AKW Group takes their clients' uh, monies and invests them in individually owned stocks and custom-made portfolios. Uh, just for those clients. So if you have any questions about the stock market, about AKW Group that treats their clients and invests their money or more, give Walt a call this half hour, 330-673-1234 in Akron and on WNR.com from anywhere, toll free, 800-669-4100. Well, Walt, last week, well, the market really uh, didn't do very well. We closed out the, uh, the month of September, uh, the worst uh, month since March of 2020, and last week was the worst week since the winter time, so what what is going on? Is this finally the end of the bear of the bull market? <laughs> I don't think so, Bob. But we did have some selling pressure uh, last week. Returned to the market. Uh, there was concerns. I think a, a real discomfort seeing that ten-year Treasury move back up to one point five six. We we've talked about the importance of monetary policy, the low rates. Um, uh, you know the. It, 10-year Treasury was 1.3% just a short time ago, jumped up to 1.56. I think exacerbating the situation uh, was continued uncertainty about the debt ceiling last week, the uh, infrastructure deal, the spending packages you know, being kicked around in Congress, potential tax heights. And then we, we're still hearing a lot of companies out there and the realities of the world that uh, there's still a lot of disruptions with supply chains. Um, uh, price, uh, you know, prices are higher. Inflation doesn't seem to be as transitory as uh, Federal uh, Chair Powell has been telling us. So I, I think overall the market reacted, you know, to uh, to all those pressures that were going on. And and also as we've been talking, we have some high valuations. We've been really spoiled uh, for a long time, seeing values go up month after month. Uh, this is the reality of investing in stocks. Things don't go up in a straight line, and sometimes valuations get tested. Uh, so last week, we saw the Dow Jones Industrial Average fall 1.4% for the week, lost 471 points. Again, year-to-date, we're still up 12.2%. The S&P 500 index last week was off 2.2%, lost about 98 points. But again, Bob, sits at 16% year-to-date. Uh, the NASDAQ had a very volatile week, uh, off 3.2%. We saw a lot of the big cap tech stocks really really you know, bounce around last week, drop down 3.2%, 481 points, now sitting at 13% uh, year-to-date. And the Russell 2000, which looks at those small mid-cap stocks, was off about 0.3% for the week, and again, sits year-to-date at 13.5%. 
So the market did last week what the market does. It goes up and it goes down. For a lot of folks who've been in the market over these recent years, they haven't really seen this, so they really haven't felt what we talk about when we talk about being in the, uh, in the market as being uh, risky. It's a risk investment. Now, does that risk, as it stands right now, still worth it for most investors? Well, it's a personal decision, but you know we still believe that in most portfolios, an allocation towards stocks makes sense. Uh, now, there's all different kinds of ways to allocate towards stocks. You know, we have the, for us, we have the core equity portfolio that looks at those big, large cap companies, companies that pay dividends. We have our small mid cap portfolio, which would be a little bit more aggressive with stocks that are a little bit smaller in size, maybe don't pay dividends. So I, I think every investor is different. But I mean, when you look at options out there, Bob, everything's high. Uh, I mean, do you go to real estate? Real estate prices are as high as you and disrupted pretty dramatically. You know, you, you look at things like commercial real estate, probably, you know, still a lot of wondering about how the workforce is going to work going forward. And, uh, you know, you look at uh, other, you know, the, the personal real estate side, residential homes being at high prices. Uh, we see interest rates still at a very lo- relatively low level. Uh, so when you talk about returns, I think stocks still offer potential. Again, as we say here, we're not a big believer in the stock market. We, we again, preach that it is a market of stocks, that within the market itself, there are opportunities. And we do believe selection uh, is really, really important. And building portfolios, knowing what you own and why you own them, is probably more important than ever at this point in the cycle. Now, October, historically, is a is a month where we've seen uh, big market crashes going back to 1929. It seems to be a month where these things can happen, and there's no lack of uh, experts and uh, talking heads out there that are saying, well, it's coming again, it's going to happen this month, and it's going to be really bad. Who are some of those folks, and uh, what are they saying? <laughs> Bob, we see them all over. Um, I, I ran into one. I, I, everybody, I know I read this book at one point, Rich Man, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, uh, Robert Kawasaki, uh, wrote a book years ago, a very popular book, and uh, he's out there. You know, his his latest tweet was, you know, giant market crash coming October. Why? Treasury and Fed short of T-bills. Gold, silver, been made crash too. Um, cash best for picking up bargains after after crash. Not selling gold, silver, Bitcoin. Uh, yet having lots of cash for life after stock market crash. I mean, these kinds of tweets, you know, and we, and we see it all over. Um, you, you know, Bob, I, Kevin O'Leary from Shark Tank, and, uh, you know, there's there's all kinds of people out there in, in the media, uh, you know, saying that the market's going to crash. We talk about one of my old favorite, you know, Harry Dent, who I worked with. So, so these predictions are out there. The problem that I have with them is that, you know, at some point, these people become very successful uh, selling books or newsletters or they're on the speaking tour, they're a TV personality, and they don't really have any personal stake in the game with you, you know, our listeners. If you're listening to this, you know, these, these individuals can say anything, and, they, and they, what's, what's the recourse on them for being wrong? Uh, they're kind of building their brand. Uh, they're finding a way to cut through the noise and the clutter. So making these outlandish predictions sometimes, um, you know, gets them that, that little bit more fame, that little bit of notoriety, notoriety. But for us, this is very damaging because if you make a decision on this uh, without really considering your own personal circumstances, thinking about what it means to you, 
um, it, it just starts to have a negative effect. So uh, we always caution people, you know, not to listen to these market predictors or these charlatans out there that are, uh, you know, selling their wares or, or, or being locked in the market. Uh, think for yourself, um, you know, again, independence of thought, financial discipline, realistic expectations, common sense, knowing what's important to you are always going to be the keys to success. Of course, one of the dangers of people really take this to heart, that just adds to the sell-off and the potential for the market to go down. But it's also the beginning of the fourth quarter of the year in October. And uh, the fourth quarter is also when most institutions, uh, the big mutual funds, uh, individuals, uh, they're already adjusting their portfolios for uh, the end of the year, for tax time, and looking forward to next year. They're taking profits where they need them. They're rearranging things to, to make the tax bite a little less onerous or maybe encouraging some uh, tax losses because the end of the year is coming. And so this kind of happens every single year in the fourth quarter. We always have a, a market that tends to go down as the fourth quarter begins and, and heads toward that uh, new year. That's a good point, Bob. There is a lot of repositioning going on in portfolios and um and also, there's a lot of computer algorithms out there that are written, you know, a lot of robotic investing that's happening right now where markets start to go down a little bit and the selling pressures create a little bit more selling. But, you know, at the end of the day, again, if you go back to knowing what you own and knowing why you own it, uh, those those things seem silly um, because, you know, if you own uh, Disney or if you own, uh, you know, Starbucks or Procter & Gamble, um, you know, a little bit of market price movement one day or another doesn't impact the, the, the realities of those companies, the value propositions that they have, the revenues that they create, and the dividends they pay to their shareholders. A stock price moving around a few bucks doesn't really matter in the long run. We're talking to Walt Secure of the AKW Group here in Akron. He's the managing partner there. And again, we're talking about the market and taking your questions at 330-673-1234 this half hour on the advice line. Time to look at our trends and insights section on the program with Walt Secure. Uh, Walt always encourages you to think for yourselves, but we also want to hear about what some other people are thinking and some of the other data and research that's out there this past week. Uh, a bit of a, a search, interesting little tidbit. At MIT, researchers show that it's Married men over 45 with children tend to be the biggest panic sellers when the market starts to adjust. Yeah, very interesting study that MIT did. And again, where we talk about these emotions, Bob, but, you know, if you're a married man at 45 with kids, you, you got a lot of responsibilities and changes in your investment portfolio probably, you know, have a lot of impact in your psychology, you know, when you're thinking about how you're going to take care of your kids or pay for their education or keep your wife happy at those ages. So totally understand why fear and emotion would be much higher in those ages. Uh, the study also pointed out that uh, women are, are a lot less emotional on investment decisions than men. Uh, so, you know, kind of interesting. And, uh, you know, we see that a lot with some of the, uh, the the clients we work with as well. And that'd be the worst time, you know, the mid-40s. We still got, in many cases, 15 to 20 years or more to go before they're going to retire uh, to take uh, the, the money off the table. They're going to lose a lot of uh, gains they could have made before they actually reach retirement age. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you give up those years, Bob, and you probably do a lot of damage to the, the long-term future of you, of what you're going to have in retirement. So, uh, yeah, we always try to preach, again, calmer heads, thinking longer term, remembering these are investments. 
uh, remembering that you know downturns are followed often by upturns, and and I think recency has shown us that sell-offs create opportunities. A lot of people are ready to jump back in the market, as we talked about last week. And I saw this week uh, the Fed is showing $17 trillion of cash laying around that's looking for a home. There's a lot of people that missed this move up that are looking to get their money back in. So I, I don't think, you know, panic is ever the right way. Uh, have a good investment, you know, program, a plan in place, a good allocation strategy, and, uh, you know, have some conviction that you put that in place for a reason. Another tidbit that uh, came out last week, researchers at Arizona State University say that exercise over diet is the key to a longer life. Yeah, Bob, and we've been talking a lot to retirees. We started our retirement seminars last week, and we talk a lot about lifestyle, and it's important, you know, in investments, we... You know, we want people to be wealthy and healthy and uh, a lot of good things we wish for our clients and people out there. And, again, health is important. Um, you know, I think exercise is, is a key. And a lot of our clients that are living into older ages are very active. Um, you know, I had a doctor who was in his 80s uh, up at the Browns game last weekend, and, you know, he was walking around just fine, enjoyed the game, and it's great to see older people out there still living life. And I think when I look at him, he's exercising all the time, bike riding, out walking, uh, moving. So I think that's a big thing we still need to talk about as financial coaches. Right. Well, I do like that because I exercise regularly with my diet. I can have a hard time sticking to that. I tell you that. <laughs> Too much ice cream and chocolate cake that uh, tempts you now. But uh, again, we're talking to Walt Secure. We're talking about the investments that the AKW Group makes for their clients and talking about you and, and your investment concerns. So let's shift over to Stock Talk. Again, if you have any, any questions about any particular stock that you've been looking at, interested in, or maybe you own it now and want to sell it in this condition, or maybe you think maybe it's a good time to buy more, or there's another stock out there you might want to jump in on, uh, get Walt's opinion for free by calling 330-673-1234 right now, or outside of Akron on W1Hour.com. It's 800-669-4100. Okay, so now the uh, third calendar quarter of 2021 is now history, and we're into another earnings season reports where companies will start to report uh, their last quarter's earnings. Now, why is this important, and what do you expect as we start getting reports now in the next couple of weeks? Yeah, so Bob, every three months, we really get to work in here. I'm, I'm pretty busy looking at these earnings reports of all the companies that we follow. Um, you know, there's on our little pond of, of stocks that we really pay heavy attention to, there's about 100. So we look at those companies, we look at their earnings reports, we listen often to the conference calls. It's kind of the report card. You know, it's like going to the teacher's conference for your kids. You get a report card, you get to see the grades. Uh, we're looking at the financial power. We're looking at their evaluation. So every three months at the end of September, we'll get all the companies starting to report their earnings uh, over the next you know month or two. And some of them report them faster than others. But then we're going to sit down and, and kind of go through all those to make sure that all these companies we have uh, dollars invested in still make sense. Uh, this quarter, we know there's going to be a lot of profit margin pressures. Uh, we talked about supply chain constraints out there. Uh, we talk about higher prices for raw materials, higher labor costs, transportation expenses. So we're going to pay really close attention to see what trends we can pick up and make sure that these companies we're invested in are still where we want to have dollars allocated. Now, one of the companies that has been quite late in reporting their uh, third quarter results was General Motors, who just let theirs come out uh, last week or so. And, of course, they uh, reported a very large drop 
in new car sales. Now, is this a, a stock which you do hold in your empowering women portfolio at AKW? Does this change your investment feelings about General Motors? No, Bob. I mean, I, you look at their quarter. They had a good quarter relative to last year, of course, coming off that pandemic still. You know, their earnings look good, so comparisons are still pretty easy. It starts to change for some of these companies. But they did $34 billion in revenue the last three months compared to last year uh, when they did about $16 billion. Um, their, their biggest thing that we heard was the chip shortage, the uh, semiconductor chip shortage around the world is still there. It's impacting uh, the, you know, their ability to produce cars and get them out to the lots. There were some positives in the report. We saw that uh, their full pickup size pickup market increased two percentage points. Uh, this uh, Chevrolet Silverado and the GMC Sierra models did really well, and their uh, their SUV segment was very powerful as well with the Suburban and the Yukon leading the way there. Uh, also, we see the commitment to electrical vehicles, autonomous vehicles. I think they have a lot of momentum here. Uh, Mary Barra, the uh, CEO of the General Motors, is very committed to the future and uh, making sure they're going to compete in those uh, those new technologies that everybody is so interested in. Let's take some calls now for Walt Secure, the AKW Group. Good morning. You're on WNIR. Morning. I wanted to congratulate Bob on the, I heard you mention on another show last week, 36 years. Uh, congratulations. I'm 55 years in the, uh, on the marriage angle and the uh, I was think got me thinking about uh, uh, if you uh, get a divorce during your the period, you you have to split everything in half. So that really screws up your financial objectives, I think. Especially when my wife candles all the money too. That uh, <laughs> would screw things up a lot. Yeah, yeah. Well, the other well, good congratulations. Anyway, the uh, I've been watching Ken Ross Gold KGC. It's five dollars and eighteen cents. Pays 2.3, it's 5 PE, and the Motley Fool thinks it's going to go to 13, but it's just something, some of these gold things I've been watching, and uh, and uh, it looks pretty good. Yeah, I think materials can, as you pointed out, definitely, there's, there's uh, they've been overlooked a little bit, I think, in the run-up, and... Um, you know, you look at some of these uh, miners out there, and um, you know we we've looked hard at the gold miners, and uh, certain certain uh, metals look more attractive than others. But yeah, I mean, as a hedge in a portfolio, I think these always have a place. Another, I've, I've been telling you over the year about the, the ridiculous r- reasons I bought different stocks over the years. I was thinking, I wrote down on my papers uh, in the sixth grade. Uh, in the 1950s, the teacher took us to Quaker Oats <clears throat> on Howard Street and showed us uh, how the uh, puffed wheat was shot from these big cannons. And it so impressed me that I later on, my wife was always eating uh, oatmeal. Uh, uh, so I bought Quaker Oats. Uh, that was back uh, years ago. And uh, then it was bought out by Pepsi Cola. And I still have it from. 40 years ago, but that, I was thinking about that uh, screwing around in line with the teacher misbehaving and uh, watching that puff wheat being shot out from Canada's right on Howard Street there, and I still eat that puff wheat. So anyway, that Pepsi call, these these ridiculous reasons I bought them, the more I think about it, 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 it uh, rather than worried about charts with head and shoulders and teacups and handles and everything, my, my old school uh, way... If I look over all my portfolio, it's generally 
uh, paid off. Uh, the, my biggest problem is selling stocks that didn't pay a dividend. That was probably the dumbest thing. But anyway, that's my Quaker Oats story. I'm sticking I, to it. <laughs> I like it. I like it. And you are buying what you know. You know, a lot of those times you see you see things and you look a little bit deeper, and sometimes those are great insights. It reminds me a lot of Peter Lynch, uh, you can, you know, as far as that philosophy goes. He was always a big believer, and he talked about legs, uh, pantyhose back in the day, watching his wife buy these little, you know, egg things with pantyhose in them, and it was one of his powerful investments. So sometimes observation is, is leads us to investment opportunity. I'm always walking around, picking up products, looking at who makes them, uh, asking questions, trying to go a little bit deeper when you see a process or something that you uh, are impressed by out there in the world, and I think that's a good way to have an investment mindset. I think it would really work for younger people now because of the technology since I'm out of it, I don't know what's going on. But they use, as they use these video games and all the, all the uh, latest things. If they like it, uh, just buy it. Uh, no, absolutely. One or I've... two shares and put it away forever and forget it. Don't look at it. And, hey, I had four. I had four kids, Ken, and I watched everything they did. I learned a lot of how oh, how yeah. money was well, there spent. You go. So that's, that's <laughs> yeah. my disadvantage. I, I'm not around anybody young. There you I'm go. Teaching like at go the universities that. when it, when I used to teach there, seeing all the people stand in Starbucks lines for hours, you know, for, <laughs> for thirty, forty minutes. It was it was pretty easy. So for years, I used to say when I stand in a Starbucks line, I just smiled because I knew I was making money. <laughs> well, in in line at but at. Uh, Burger King last night, I was telling my wife, I don't think I'm going to be able to uh, get an electric car. I, I, I have a Mustang uh, GT standard ship with loud mufflers, and uh, I like to go through the gears. And I don't think not having any sound, the, the sound you get out of a V8 uh, is not uh, what I'm going to be liking in an electric car. But anyway, <laughs> you, you guys have a good week, and uh, you, you too, thanks Ken. for the show. Thank you for calling. Let's take another call now for Walt Secure, the AKW Group. You're on the air. Go ahead, please. Uh, hi. Good morning. Uh, I wanted to ask about uh, uh, Sherwin-Williams. I, I read this past week that uh, some investment firms have become somewhat bearish on them because uh, they think that uh, Sherwin-Williams has accumulated uh, a lot of uh, debt recently and they uh they themselves announced uh that their uh the cost of their raw, raw materials will be uh, rising yes so, that's a good that's a good point they did they they lowered their third quarter outlook and they did talk about raw materials and inflation and how they might have to increase pricing which i think what a lot of these companies are going to try to pass pass some of those material costs along in, in prices, which will impact sales to some degree and competitiveness. So, uh, yeah, Sherwin-Williams has been on such a, a strong run, especially with the housing market and, you know, kind of the refurbishing activity that's going on out there. Uh, earnings are still pretty good. Uh, the last quarter was, you know, 17% in sales, 12% in earnings. Uh, but, yeah, it's one It's one that is at a, at a really pretty high valuation. So I think it's more of a valuation story. You know, does it have the upside from here? Um, long run, probably still pretty good holding, but in the short run, probably under a little pressure. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Well, thank you. 
Thank you for calling. Once again, talking to Walt Secure, the AKW Group. Uh, uh, another holding that we now have is a Tesla. It's in your core equity portfolio. Uh, they announced last uh, over the past even this whole weekend they delivered more cars during the last quarter than they thought they were going to. So that seems to be a fairly uh, good company. It, it, it is, Bob. They continue with a lot of momentum. Again, we like the technology. Uh, not only from the car sales, which again they got a long way to go to be, you know, a, a large, large uh, manufacturer. You know, when you compare it to GM and Fords and Toyotas and Hondas and things of that nature. But uh, when, when you look at their solar panels and you look at their battery technology and they're investing in, you know, creating some of their own chips now, uh, semiconductors. You know, a lot of technology here. Very innovative company. Um, and again, the delivery of cars continues to impress. You know, that was. Uh, significantly over the 241,000 was significantly over what uh, the experts were calling for for the quarter so they continue to show momentum in the electric car side as well and uh, finally of course Merck last week uh, announced that they have a have a pill that can actually uh, treat covid once people have the disease which uh, again we have not really had before uh, their stock price did go up on that announcement Pfizer and the Moderna went down so what do you think about that yeah, I think Merck is a, is a great pharmaceutical company, uh, Bob. We've always liked Merck. You know, it's, we don't own it currently, but, uh, you know, it's it's well run and uh, good momentum coming through the last quarter. And then this uh, new COVID, uh, you know, pill that's oral is uh, definitely, they're, they're looking for a, a rapid emergency approval. Uh, from, so we'll see if they get that. But, yeah, a lot of, lot of momentum around Merck at the current time and, Again, pay a pretty good dividend and, uh, you know, a company that's uh, definitely to be considered in that pharmaceutical group of stocks. Again, last week, uh, we had our first of the retirement classes we've been talking about all summer that the AKW Group and Walt Secure has put together for both pre-retirees and, and post-retirees. How did that class go? Yeah, well, good, Bob. I mean, it's a lot of material. It's a, it's a little bit dry. Uh, you know, we, we are working to we'll work harder to kind of bring it uh, a little bit more excitement to the classroom. But I think everybody there was, you know, happy with the information they received. And, uh, it, you know, we're going to only get better and better uh, at these classes as we continue to move forward. Uh, so, yeah, we're excited to uh, be out there. It was it was good to be back in front of people teaching again, and I'm excited to keep the momentum going with the classes. Now, these were the uh, pre-retirement uh, classes for those who are still working. There's another one going to be held on Tuesday at the Kent State Hotel and Conference Center. There's still some uh, seats available for that, so if you want to get in on that, it's going to be Tuesday from 6 to 9 in Kent at the Kent State Conference Center. Call the office and make a reservation at 234-466-7476. That's the AKW Group at 234-466-7476. Coming up, will there be the second phase of those classes for those already retired? And they'll be starting on Saturdays, October 30th and November 6th. And then again also on Tuesdays, early November, on November 2nd and November 9th. So those two classes are available for those who are already retired and kind of want to renovate their retirement. So give that number a call to make that reservation at the AKW Group, 234 466 7476 this is one of the uh, many things you provide for your clients, both through yourself and, of course, through the facilities of the Robert W. Baird Company. So many other things you can tap into them. They can really help your clients not only uh, with their investment decisions, but with their monetary decisions uh, throughout their careers. Absolutely, Bob. Yeah, we have a lot of uh, intellectual intelligence here. We have a, a very talented team. Uh, my partner, Dan Strebler, and I have been doing this for well over 30 years. Uh, we also have Sue Marshall, who's a 30-year veteran out there in Washington, PA, and 
we have an extremely talented uh, young support staff, operations staff that, uh, you know, is, is tied into Baird. And, and Baird is a, an amazing financial services company with a lot of, uh, again, intellectual co- uh, capital all throughout the company, which we're not afraid to tap into. Uh, we always tell people we may not know all the answers, but we surely know how to get them for you. And we're not afraid to pick the phone up and get the right uh, resources involved uh, for anyone out there. Any any financial needs you run into, you know, we may be able to help. Uh, we do have our expertise, and, you know, we do invest a lot of money for clients, but there's a lot more we can bring to the table. So next week, uh, once more, the first full trading week in October. With everything being so uh, jittery, what do you look forward to? Well, Bob, we got some earnings reports. PepsiCo will kick off earnings season um, on Tuesday. We uh, Tesla is going to have a uh, an annual meeting. Uh, we're going to see GM come right back and talk about the electric cars. And uh, there's some economic data that we'll pay attention to next week. So um, lots of, lots to pay attention to as, as there is every week for us here. Walt Sakira, the managing partner of the AKW Group, call the group at 234-466-7476 in Fairlawn to find out more about how you can invest your money and how you can give you those retirement planning courses too. 234-466-7476. Tell him you heard him on WNIR Kent Agnes. During today's broadcast, the following individual stocks were mentioned and discussed. The Walt Disney Company, symbol DIS. Ford Motor Company, symbol F. General Motors, symbol GM. Honda Motor Company, symbol HMC. Kinross Gold Corporation, symbol KGC. Merkin Company, symbol MRK. Moderna Inc., symbol MRNA. PepsiCo Inc., symbol PEP. Pfizer Inc., symbol PFE. The Procter & Gamble Company, symbol PG. Sherwin-Williams Company, symbol SHW. Starbucks Corporation, symbol SBUX, Tesla Inc., symbol TSLA, and the Toyota Motor Corporation, symbol TM. Please note that Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated makes a market in all of the securities of these companies discussed during today's broadcast.